that? Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. You called me in. All right, man. Um, Airbnb pod 76, take one. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hit it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your girlfriend's favorite podcast, as Cizwe just said, episode 76. Coming to you live or streamed in an Airbnb near you. Yeah. My name is Vasani. Of course, I'm sitting across Seaswear, my loyal co-host. Yeah, yeah. And we have a audience. Mm. I love those claps. <laughs> <laughs> you love those claps? We, we've got the Ellen DeGeneres audience. You know, they put those like neon signs like clap now. Clap now. now. <laughs> Laugh now. <laughs> yeah. But anyway... It's the last show of 2020. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a, a difficult year for most of the globe. Absolutely. But I think there's hope going into the next year, the new year, 2021, for a lot of people. We're all hopeful that COVID shuts down at midnight <laughs> and takes leave. But yeah. COVID is not going anywhere, <laughs> man. It's just a day. Mm. That song's called VSOP. Is that a real song? Is that like Yeah. Damn. Yeah, well that just tells you everything you need to know about what 2021 is going to look like. It's just going to be more remakes of cor- coronavirus related songs. Mm. And corny punchlines that we've already, you know, heard this year. Facts, facts. Yeah. Anyway, are you ready to get the show on the road? Have you Let me ask you, have you been good before we do that? I have been good. What do you mean by good? Like, I've been naughty. Have I been a naughty, naughty boy? <laughs> have you been naughty, Master William? <laughs> no, I've been, I've been fine, Jeffrey. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, man. You've been good? Yeah, I've been good. I've been good. You've been good. Okay, yeah. that's good. I see you're in your LeBron two-piece today. You know, man. <laughs> like, back in 2013, when I went to Cleveland... Right, right, right. I was donning a two-piece, and I ran into the Cavs team bus, and LeBron was like, what you got on there, man? I was like, it's a new fashion line. (laughs) Caesar's just looking like, cut the shit. He was like, cut the cap. (laughs) I was just like waiting for you to call him the king. You don't just go around calling LeBron LeBron. The king. I'll call him B-Ron. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes Byron. (laughs) (laughs) Byron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The two pieces are in fashion right now. Mm-hmm. Very cozy. Yeah, I can see you look mad like, comfortable. Yeah, oh, we both do, man. Yeah. Got on our shorts. Yeah. Got yeah. on the socks. I got on the sandals. Yeah. Also, a nice combo that's made its way back into fashion. Socks and sandals. Socks and sandals. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. sandals have always been fire. Yeah, but our toes have been progressively getting uglier, so mm. we put the we put the socks yeah, on. Like some people actually have knickknack toes. <laughs> Straight up, man, it's, it's not a good look. So you got to put the sandals. Uh, you got to put the socks on with the sandals. All right. Mm. Quiet in the courthouse, please. Yes, our, our audience. You might hear them in the background, <laughs> but it's okay. Anyway, mm. apart from the adieu, <laughs> yeah, I've got a topic to take us on the road. Yeah, yeah. So the other day, I saw a picture of Miss Essay Shurufazo, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, Shurufazo sexy." Oh yeah, is that what you thought to yourself? No, I said this out loud. <laughs> Eddie was in the room with me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Shurufazo is sexy," and then like another lady appeared on the screen. 
And I was like, that lady's beautiful. And then mm. Eddie was like, okay, hey, why is the one sexy and the other one beautiful? Mm. And I was like, no, like, there's people like that. Some people are sexy, yeah. some are pretty, some are beautiful. Some are just cute. Even for men, some guys are hot, some yeah. guys are just handsome, some yeah. guys are just cute. That's true. Sometimes you might double up and have two. But yeah. I said to her, like, maybe without makeup and everything, mm-hmm. the lady is beautiful. Yeah. But then when she gets all dolled up and goes out for a night in the town, yeah. then she becomes sexy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So then Eddie was like, nah, cut the cap. <laughs> You're only saying she's sexy because she's got curves and ass. Yeah. And she was like, that's all guys ever need to say a lady's sexy. But that's facts. She was like, it's yeah. all in the body. Uh-huh. So that's why I wanted to talk to you today about our beauty, our standards of beauty or beauty standards. Yeah. Like, do you believe that we have some misguided beauty standards like by saying okay if we see she has an instagram body with mm-hmm. like curves and a lot of ass mm-hmm. then we're gonna say she's sexy but if she doesn't have that we won't say she's sexy we'll just keep it at she's cute or she's pretty you know yeah i think okay i don't think those are degrees of how attractive a person is i don't think calling someone beautiful or somebody else pretty are actual degrees there's no scale to that i think you're describing something specific when you call somebody beautiful and you're describing something completely different when you call them sexy like i agree with eddie to the degree that like okay sexy has more to do with sexual like physical attraction and that you don't always get that from a face from a face it's more like she's beautiful if that's all you see of a girl you can say that she's got a beautiful face but you won't say Oh, she's beautiful when you see that she's got an Instagram body. That's like sexy because you're you some you um relate it to sex more than you do like actually admiring yeah. the beauty of somebody. That's why I think those two things are different. Somebody can be beautiful and sexy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But that's just that's how I see. It. I don't know. How do you see it? how do you how do you like differentiate between those? Like when you said that chick was sexy, what were you actually saying? I guess for me, like there's defining features. Mm-hmm. Like the sharper your features are, the more sexy you are to me. Mm. This is my opinion. Okay, I feel I am O. So to me, the sharper the features, mm-hmm. the more sexy you are. Mm-hmm. The rounder the features, the more pretty and beautiful it becomes. So for example, mm-hmm. like when Miss Kardashian mm-hmm. has her eyebrows all looking sleek and sharp. Yeah. You're not thinking that's beautiful. You think that's sexy because it's like sharp lines. It's, mm. it's very narrowed down features. It's an interesting take, man. But yeah. then when I see a lady with less of those sharp lines, it's more rounded off, you know, mm-hmm. more thicker thing, like all of that. Yeah. Then it becomes more beautiful. Like, I don't know how to explain it, Dre. That's the best way I can. Mm. So, so you find girls with like, round asses and thick thighs not like thick in the body but i just mean like in your facial features oh thicker facial features yeah. like, so like okay. the rounder facial features. not like a defined jawline or anything you see, like, like that okay a defined okay. jawline you'll go more for the sexy sexy than beautiful okay you okay. know what i mean i feel you i feel you same as like even with guys like the guy that has the like defined jawline mm-hmm. and everything the ladies go he's hot yeah, yeah, but yeah. the guy that's more round-faced and everything, they go, "Oh, he's cute. He's a cute guy. Yeah, he's handsome type yeah. of thing." Okay, so like okay. that's the way I see it. But also, it's just 
like a subjective thing whereby yeah it's not really you, you can't really quantify that in any real way like i i understand where you, how you see it nah. mm. but then like other people are like they know what they you know what they only find something beautiful when they see it you know what i mean they don't really have it in their minds like yeah i'm attracted to more sleek looking faces or i'm attracted to more round looking faces it's like when you see it you know that you're attracted to it kind of thing you know what i mean mm. it's like not really having a type you know what i mean yeah yeah i think i'm like that as well because like i've said on this pod like the chicks that i've been attracted to or the chicks that i've been in relationships with they're all quite different you know yeah, what i mean they're not definitely. a sta- it's not standard the body not really the face is not really the hairdos not really like they've all been diverse in their own way and like yeah i'm finding something attractive about each of them that i didn't know that i found attractive before i necessarily met them and the personality comes into play a lot with that like when i actually get to know somebody their faces become better i don't know if you like notice that like mm. you, they become more tolerable to look at you know like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tolerable <laughs> yeah Jeez. man Imagine someone tolerating your appearance. <laughs> no, but there are some people, like, this is something my brother always says, like, I just want to hit that guy. And that guy's done nothing. You know, when you see somebody and just like, ah, like, yeah. make me mad, brother. Your face, your facial structure is sickening. Yeah. Like, you know, when you see a guy and you're just like, that guy's an asshole. Yep, definitely. You've had that, right? Yeah. It's usually at, like, fucking stones or something. <laughs> <laughs> Social hub, we used to see those ex all the time. Oh, you said walk around like with you know, spaghetti strap tank tops. I, I hate that. I man. hate those niggas, like just barely covering yeah. their nipples. Cover your A cups, man. <laughs> yeah. like, just cover that shit up. Yeah, every time I see those looks with the backwards uh, snapbacks and the, those uh, those tank tops with the little spaghetti straps, I think instant asshole, dude. Mm. And it's just based on your appearance. Yeah. You've done nothing. You could be a genuine guy for yeah, all I know. Yeah, they could be like the most awesome person, exactly. kind, but they just look your appearance, yeah, yeah. Yo, it, it sells you it's, it sells you short sometimes. But that's just the way some people see other people, dude. Like, mm. For some people, when they see other people like that, they identify, guys, that thing is loud. It is <laughs> loud. Let me, let, me, let me usher us into something I think gets the people going mm-hmm. with regards to beauty standards. Yeah, yeah. We often see the talk of colorism. So oh, yeah. particularly in our country, South yeah. Africa, mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of black women feel that we as black men like light-skinned black women more than we appreciate dark, darker-skinned black women. Mm. And we hold them to higher beauty, like, rankings. Yeah. So I want to dive into that with you. Do you think that's true? Do you think we actually raked light skinned women or yellow bones as they're called in KZN. <laughs> <laughs> I like, think we have historically. I think the awareness around <laughs> it sounds like a fucking AIDS drive or something. <laughs> the awareness, awareness around dark women like dark women are so much more appreciated than they were. I think a lot of that self-hate is kind of working itself out because even dark niggas are saying that they're more attractive to light-skinned girls. Like, nigga, how can you dare say that a dark-skinned hun is ugly when you're, like, navy blue, bro? Like, <laughs> how, how can you even, like, do that? It's not fair, in my opinion. So I think more niggas are actually figuring out that, no, dark-skinned huns for the win. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever dated, like, a super light-skinned hun and been, like... Yeah, I, I I have that, and that's like my trophy, because she's light skinned yeah. or something. 
No. Uh, there are guys that do that, though. Like, there are guys I'm getting that... a very fucking perturbed look over your shoulder, bro, and it's it's putting me off. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. But there are guys that do date women as trophy objects. Yeah, they do. You know, they the, do. The famous term, my trophy wife. Yeah. You know, I just need... Basically, women have handbags, and we have handbags in the form of women at events. <laughs> that, at events? Yeah, that's what yeah. most what a lot of guys do. They just need a pretty woman on their arm mm. to look more powerful to other men, right? But and oftentimes, that woman, if you're black, is going to be the light-skinned woman. But why? Like, I, I want to know from your point of view. Okay, obviously, you've got your own partner now, but in the past, if you ever saw... A fellow brother of yours with a light skinned hun, did you ever think, oh my god, he struck gold? Like, I think, what is the thought process there? I don't get it. I think it's like one of those society things. Yeah. Like, yeah. We don't really know why. It's kind of like you always just get told that, yeah, yellow bones this, yellow mm. bones that. Mm. Like, fuck, even in our music, you know. We listen. You put on the radio, and you can hear. Oh, I love a yellow bone. Oh, yeah. oh, oh! Shout out to Ricky Rick. Anyway, <laughs> but you—that's like in, it's ingrained in the culture of our society. Yeah, yeah. So I think it like feeds into young men's minds the same way, and I think also like your surroundings. Yeah. So for example, if I make an example out of like guys who grew up like us. Yeah. In like suburbs where your neighbors are, mo- are most probably white yeah you go to school and the majority of the school kids are white yeah what did most of us black guys w- want when we were young white wanted girlfriends. a white girl yeah and if you didn't want a white girl you most likely wanted the most light-skinned black girl you could find or a mm. colored lady like you wanted anything that was as close to being fair-skinned or white should i say do you know what i mean because of the surroundings we were in I feel you. Okay. Yeah, and then, okay. of course, there's guys who grow up like Kokasi where yeah. there's not there's no white people, but they still yeah. want light-skinned women. And I might put that down to saying that it's maybe a whole, like a bigger picture effect of they want to get to like where white people are. Because like, mm. most black people do feel inferior to white people. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. Trip. So they might want a lighter-skinned lady. Or, like, even the same thing we hear dudes, like, from the township say when they're like, Yo, Antoine, when I make it and I'm rich, I'm definitely marrying a white girl. Because he feels like he can only do that when he's rich. He doesn't feel like I can do it right now. Right now, when in I'm his current her state. Go slows yeah. after we have sex. <laughs> he's like, nah, only when I'm rich, I can go get this white girl. That's so, crazy. Yeah, well, you see it, like... Like, what I wanted to ask was, like, okay, how much of that, like, okay, in my school, there were a lot of white girls, obviously. It was predominantly white and Indian, right? My mm. school was very Indian, in fact, and and white. Nah? And the, the black girls that we had to choose from weren't necessarily cute back then, which makes me happy now because they're, like, hot now, dude. Like, all the dark-skinned chicks, like, but I was always attracted to them, dude. I don't know if it like felt like home or whatever, but I was attracted to them. Any girl that I ever, you know, t- told that I had feelings for was usually a, a black chick in school. Mm. Like friends of the pod are even listening right now saying, yeah, <laughs> he had a crush on me. I remember that. That was cute. <laughs> yeah. Like for real, like dark women do like dark women. You know, Lulu. Yeah. 
she was one of them she's you know a, not dark na but not light skinned yeah but she's more more dark than she is light and she's gorgeous you like i used to have the biggest crush on her when i was like 6 <laughs> so yeah it was dope man like i don't i don't know if if it's mainly down to the options that you have if the options that you have are mainly indian and white you're and gonna the, want you're going to want yeah. what you're surrounded by not necessarily that you're attracted to the fairer skin that may be a part of it too but dude for real like options your options are limited bro mm. <laughs> remember we weren't going out at 10 years old we only knew the white people at our schools and our next door neighbors and that's it yeah i mean it happened to a lot of the guys that like we knew and grew up with mm. where they said after leaving high school mm. the world opened up so much and yeah. they found a new love for black women yeah yeah because now you're more exposed to more black women exactly. than just the ones that live in your neighborhood and the few that go to your school and the fucked up thing is you hear the white guys at your school also saying how uh, loud and obnoxious the black girls are so you like internalize like yeah why are they like that yeah that was another they, fucked up thing man and like, they, they they felt comfortable saying that in front like of you they bro. brainwashed like, us into hating on our <laughs> own kind it's of facts, people like it's those facts. wild yeah like have you ever done that <laughs> that I know this is away from the topic Or ever take that trip down memory lane and just one day woke up and be like, "Holy shit, that teacher said some racist shit <laughs> like back then." Like it hits you now They're like absolutely. that joke he made was actually racist as fuck. Yeah, like, absolutely. It wasn't funny. No, we had we had a lot of racist teachers. In fact, in in my 12 years of schooling, I didn't have one black teacher, dude. Mm. And in fact, from grade 4 to 7, we took Zulu I never had a black teacher in that period. <laughs> We had a fucking English woman teaching us Zulu. Dude. <laughs> so what would happen is that the Zulu's chick in our class, uh, Noni, she would get in front of the class and actually teach us. Like she would actually be the one teaching us Zulu, dude. dude. What? Like, that's wow. wild to me, dude. Wow. Because how can they put that in the syllabus and not hire African teachers, exactly. dude? Like, I don't know, man. But yeah, it it they did definitely brainwash us into hating our own kind and they definitely made racist jokes, like racist statements that maybe mm. went over our heads because we weren't as radicalized yeah. <laughs> as we are now, like we're more awoken to the facts now. Plus like another thing is mm. they like if you did date a black girl when you were younger, mm-hmm. like going in like growing up in middle ex model C schools and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like your white friends would always say Yeah, but she's pretty for a black girl. Never yeah, she's just pretty. Never she's just pretty. Like, uh, like now you look back you're like these niggas did try to brainwash you to get away from darker skinned women more to like white women. Okay, I don't think they were consciously yeah, trying they to consciously, brainwash. You. They were just yeah, fucked up. <laughs> they were already racist by the time they got to school and that's the thing. They didn't realize that what they were saying was problematic, you know what I mean? Hmm. Not that I'm copying please for them, but like as a 9-year-old kid, how do you really know exactly the difference? Even as a 12 or 13-year-old kid, you you can't really tell that what I just said was problematic. She's all right for a, a black chick. Yeah, that that was fucked up, man. Yeah, that statement mad problematic. Yeah, man, it makes me mad. <laughs> it makes me mad now. Like what do you mean for a black chick? It makes you mad for a black man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm relatively mad for a black man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see. Uh, what yeah. time are we on? Almost music. We're on 20. On 20, still got mm-hmm. some time. Still got some time. But I think just to wrap it up though. Yeah. Like yeah, I do think 
the the question I did ask, like I do think we still generally, if I generalize it, mm-hmm. do hold lighter skinned women to a higher regard than darker skinned women. I think women. generally we do, but yeah. it's getting better. Like yeah, you said, yeah. we we are learning to love darker skinned women more, mm. and the self hate as well. Like mm. just also being black people is we're growing out of it. It's true, dude. I don't know if you remember those old, like, Nelly videos or Ludacris videos from the 2000s. Mm. It was always light-skinned chicks. And then the black chicks' hands would be at, like, the back and they'd be scattered. Like, there'd be one in ten black ones or something like that. The same thing was, like, when I was watching Straight Outta Compton, I didn't realize how problematic even that was for a new movie. When they're showing uh, Dre's pool party and whatnot, it's, like, all these light-skinned girls. Like, yes, there were some dark-skinned hands there, but it's, like, so many light-skinned girls and so many white girls, actually. This mm. is a rap, a gangster raps, rap group's pool party. What are all these white girls doing here? Like, yeah. couldn't you find any, like, nice hood black chicks <laughs> to be in this scene? Like, there's hundreds wow. of them and there's only, like, five dark-skinned black chicks. Like, it's just wild to me. So, I think they knowingly do that because... In some fucked up way, they they know that our eye is somehow more attracted to lighter skin for some reason. And Mm. I think that's fucked up. Yeah, it's messed up. Because as soon as you see dark skin, it's like you're off it or or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't know. I mean, like, nowadays, Mm -hmm. on our screens, not necessarily music videos, but like in film and television, we're seeing like a rise in... Black leads. Excuse me, like... Dark skinned women taking leading roles, yeah. Like Lupita Nyonga, Viola, like Viola Davis. So, like, Issa. that's also helping us to get more love back to these kind of women, absolutely. Because, I mean, dark skinned men have always been loved, they don't, they didn't need any promo. That's actually true, they've that's got like the true. best promo. In fact, like, the hate is on the light skinned black guys now. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know when they went out of fashion, dude. I think it's ever since Chris did what he did to Rihanna. I don't know when it happened, man. Like, yeah, like if you're a light skinned man, it's like over for you. Like, I saw a tweet the other day yeah. where somebody was like, I can't believe you guys have light skinned fathers. <laughs> <laughs> in here why don't they tell us wh- why the stigma is attached to light-skinned yeah. niggas why are light-skinned guys hated on i think from my perspective because light-skinned people have had the spotlight for the longest time <laughs> so everyone feels like it's our time now to just be like nah because it's speaking to the mic speaking to the mic okay so come closer <laughs> jesus man <laughs> <laughs> So as I was saying, I think for the longest time, light-skinned people have had the spotlight. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, they kind of have. (laughs) But yeah, they've had the spotlight. So everyone kind of saw how black, um, dark-skinned people, black people, (laughs) dark-skinned people are actually pretty and they've gotten that much. What's this? They've gotten the recognition they deserved. And Mm. now everyone looks at light-skinned people and thinks, Man, y'all ain't even that pretty. And it's like, how did we even... <laughs> no, we didn't come here to slander them. That. Okay, I was just asking where the hate came from. That's what... That, but that's where it came from. Because a lot of dark-skinned people were slandered and not given much attention for the longest time. Mm. So now that they have gained that attention that they've 
so much deserved mm. they are realizing that what light skin niggas ain't even that much damn that's really it so yeah your dad having light skin thighs is not you know <laughs> <laughs> light skin thighs that's fucked up man you know you know people on twitter actually act like people have control over their appearances <laughs> and like you can only do so much with a skin care routine like after Dude. that you're on your own like you you're given what you're given like <laughs> but no nah. no nah, but i feel you man i Ooh. think dark skin i think men just have a better deal in general when it comes to everything yeah. like <laughs> everything we don't have to make any really hard decisions you know i was thinking the other day <laughs> about like unplanned pregnancies and how to deal with it <laughs> and when i bring up abortion it's a hectic thing and like your significant other when put in the hypothetical situation is like mm, yeah it's not that easy for them they're like already attached to the idea of having a child whereas you as a man you're just like mm. you can make a split second decision i don't want it exactly. <laughs> i don't want so it like, nope nope get rid of that yeah Nah, right, but we're Gucci, man. I don't know. You want to head into music early? Yeah, let's go into music time. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who are first-time listeners to the show, music time is the segment where we play some of our favorite songs or songs we've been jamming to. Uh, I usually play African music. Caesar plays us what's hot. So this week, do you have a pick? I do. Uh, my song's called 6 a.m. by Moonchild. 6 a.m. by Moonchild? Yeah. Is this the Moonchild with the... The South African Moonchild. No, no, no. This is the American Moonchild or mm. Canadian. Who, who the fuck knows? But this is oh, the cooler oh, Moonchild. Six a.m. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me search for the song. You know, Vusi, you're never prepared. I see three white people on the cover. Man. No, it's a sunset, man. It's a, the, the the cover art well, is a sunset. The, the artist profile. <laughs> <laughs> but here it is. Six a.m. by Moonchild. Child of the Moon. Can I decrease that? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay, no. That's <laughs> enough. <laughs> Can a nigga smoke? This thing's not smoking. Why?
Alright, that was 6am by Moonchild mm-hmm. um, Second half of the show Second half You know, Caesar, you're gonna drive us on Yes, one moment Just uno momento Uno momento, okay Yeah, yeah, yeah Now that the females have gone The women, respectively, <laughs> uh, respectfully Have gone outside I wanna smash, respectfully <laughs> I never said that I've never said that but I've said that's bullshit respectfully to my <laughs> girlfriend before. Yeah, it's not, it's not the best thing you should say um, for any young aspiring men who want to be in relationships, <laughs> <laughs> long-lasting relationships. Um, yeah, man, something very interesting happened to me this week. Mm. I'm not gonna get into the full details of it. To perf- Look, man. Okay. The skeleton of this story. Is okay. I'm not gonna get to the meat of it. All right. Just the meat. Just Pause. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um. There was a girl at work who called me on the cell phone, which mm. is the work telephone, and she called me with the query whatever to help out a client whatever. Fine, I I helped out the client. Then she called me again within like the next two hours. Then I asked her, you know, if. This was a coincidence or not Because you know Twice in two hours Is a bit of You know It's a bit suspect mm-hmm. But then again Men don't really know how to You know Find signals So I just I just thought too much of it I guess okay. Instead of being the idiot That doesn't see the sign at all I thought I overthought it You know what I mean Yeah And Basically She called me And she said Do you know who you're speaking to? And she and I said, no, I actually don't. Like the phone says your name, but I'd actually never seen you around the building before, right? Mm. And she's like, yeah, it's Claire, right? <laughs> Claire. <laughs> yeah, Claire. Yeah. And then I was like, nah, Claire, I don't think I've ever seen you around. I don't know. She sent me uh, on. We've got this internal instant messaging system that we use at work. And she sent me her IG. I saw her IG. It's interesting. I was like, I don't really notice. I don't really recognize you. Except mm-hmm. for one or two photos. You look familiar. But I don't know who you are. Like, I've just never seen you. Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, okay. Eventually, I was like, okay, so what's up then? Yeah, what's the point? Like, yeah. And then she was like, uh, no, I just wanted to call you and tell you that you're handsome. Jeez, and then... You know, quality control is listening on the call. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly And then I said um, Thank you I appreciate that Mm. I would just like to let you know That I have a girlfriend I know you didn't ask me But I'm letting you know Right Mm. And then she was like No, no um, I had no ulterior motives I just wanted to tell you That you're handsome Cap Stop the cap Stop the cap (laughs) Cap Exactly That is the highest degree of cap So that's actually not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about like how deep into a conversation. But this also goes back to our ability to read signals, but that's secondary. How soon into a conversation should you tell a woman that you are in a relationship? Because you don't always... I think the first thing for guys to assume when a woman is being friendly towards them is that they're flirting with them. Yeah, definitely. Because men overthink things. And a lot of the times, a girl is just friendly. Mm. And this girl actually said, I'm aware that you have a girlfriend. 
I'm like, how are you aware of this? How do you know me like that? Like, yeah, that's strange. It's strange, but it's like, yeah, she's aware, but yet she's still taking it upon herself to call me directly to tell me that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good-looking person. That's fine. But how soon into a, a conversation do you just stop that shit? Like, where, where do you tell them? Like, is yeah, it f- off the greeting? <laughs> for me, I feel like if you're coming for small talk, mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. but when you start trying to, when you start asking me questions to find out about me, mm. women don't just do that. Yeah, they won't just do that because they want to. Maybe yeah. they do it for, towards other women. Yeah, but for a guy, no woman's just gonna come up to you and just start asking you questions that are describing yourself. Yeah, what type of person you are. That means she's interested. To me, that's the signal I get the moment the questions stop being so. How's the weather? Or did you watch the game? Mm. The moment it starts being about me, like, okay, so what things do you like doing? Or what what you know that's when i start to be like okay why you want to get to know about me like this must mean you want something from me exactly what my thoughts were but like i I could hear in her in the tone of her voice that she started to get upset about the fact that i was you know like kind of shutting her down easy like mm. nicely though like i've got a girlfriend and i kept the conversation at very standard things yeah because if I even gave her the smidgen of hope that yeah. whatever we're talking about could materialize into like us even meeting off of the phone or anything like that, that's big trouble, man. And you don't really want that. Mm. But like in the situation, you don't read the signs. I know it's easy when I'm relating the story to like to, for you to pick up, oh, that's bullshit that she's saying that. In the situation, it doesn't really feel yeah, like that. Like retrospectively, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But in the situation, you're like, hmm, okay, yeah. I guess I just got to be nice, dude. Because at the end of the day, she's a colleague, and they are listening to the calls, and you want to be as cordial as possible yeah. towards a fellow colleague. But also, you don't want to be overly friendly because it's gonna sound like something else, yeah. which is trouble from both sides: organizational trouble, yeah. and like relationship trouble. So I don't know, like, how soon into a relation, into a conversation, I need to be like, okay, let's just cut the shit. Um, I'm in a relationship, and I don't think this conversation should go any further. Because I think that's dick when somebody genuinely doesn't have ulterior motives. But the thing is that women do that to us. Women Facts. don't even let you get to your line of questioning. <laughs> they just say, "Cut the crap! I got a boyfriend." Mm. As they say, it seems right off the bat. Mm, mm. Like the moment you come and say hi, she's like. Hi, I've got just so you know I've got a boyfriend. Damn. And that's already just letting you know cut the crap. Mm, mm. Came here with Mac on me. Don't do it. But, but girls we, be lying about their we, boyfriends. Yeah, they they use that as an, a, a defense, defense mechanism. mechanism. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's true. Sure. But a lot of the time it's not. Yeah. But we as men never use that as a defense. We never just like the lady comes up to you and says, Hi, amigo, mm. I've got a girlfriend. Mm. We never do that. So yeah. that's why it's tricky for us guys. And like I said, because like you, like you said, we don't want to seem too forward and assume exactly. she wants me. Exactly. Like, so we have to now wait out for some signals. Yeah. And by the time we get the most obvious signal, she's already sent a hundred signals that we didn't pick up on. That's by the thing. time she actually gets to saying, so what are you, what are you, what are you doing this weekend? Mm. That's when we're like, 
Oh wait, no, no, I've got a girlfriend. Yeah, I'm gonna be with my girlfend. But That's before I'm that, be. she was sending signals for days, like, <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't pick up a single one. You just thought, oh, what a nice convo. <laughs> yeah, what a nice conversation with a stranger. What a nice young lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay, now nah, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you, and yeah, I think. Yeah, I think she won't be calling anymore because you, it's true what we said before about rejection and women. Yeah, they don't take it well. They don't. They don't. It felt very sulky when she was speaking. It felt like, um, you know, you know what? Fuck you anyway, man. I don't need yeah. you. <laughs> it felt very, you ain't shit, nigga, to me, dude. Like, That's the way it felt. You came and shot at me. Exactly. Man. Exactly. Nah, nah, that's all I want to know. I, th- I thought that was very interesting because mm. women, w- we, we spoke about it last week. Well, not last week because we were off. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we spoke about how... I'm not crucifying around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus is back and he's not crucifying around. <laughs> that, is, that is iconic internet history right there. Listen, <laughs> man, threw me off my point, man. <laughs> yeah, all right. No, that's cool, man. I don't know. Do you have anything else on your docket? No. Are no. you taking the COVID vaccine? Yeah, I'll take a vaccine. Fuck it. You gonna take I'm, it? I got nothing to lose. Like, <laughs> well, you're in good health right now. That shit might make you sick. But it'll make me immune to these a certain strain. Hmm. Because this shit's not going away anytime soon. So no, it's I might not. as well get a vaccine. So who are they giving vaccines to? Because I, I see that they only have uh, vaccines secured for something like 10% of South Africans or some shit like that. I guess that's the wealthy 10%, not us. Damn. The wealthy 10% in the workforce, the frontline workforce. Essential workers, right? Yeah, doctors, nurses, okay. surgeons. Yeah, so I guess we are not getting the vaccine anytime soon. Yeah, probably. Unless your company sponsors it. You know, there's always those companies yeah. go the extra mile for their, their employees. Yeah, but you're talking about the discoveries. You're talking about the outsurances. You're talking about, like, huge corporations that can actually afford that shit. Yeah. Your little 20-person company <laughs> is not affording that. You guys can barely reach targets yeah. at the end of the month. Like, nah. Like They are not getting your vaccine no you're gonna die and that's gonna be fine rest in peace you take your vaccine like if it's as simple as you just saying yes or like no no not worrying about the financial side of it the admin side it's ready it's available for you we just want to know season more you you, would you like to sign the dotted line and get the vaccine Mm, no i'd have to see it first (laughs) <laughs> I'd have to see the effects on at least a sample of a hundred people, but or something I, I like guess that. It would be like any other vaccine where you get the symptoms, your body fights yeah. it off, and you, then and then you Gucci, right? Yeah, I, I'm not cool with that. So Listen, like I'm okay with the flu vaccine, measles vaccine, your regular seasonal uh, vaccines, because well, in my view, they haven't shown any fucked up symptoms. Like I know people say they their kids get autism and shit from them. Up the cab. Dude, even Race the Five Nine said that in a song or something. Dude, he yeah, said my anti- kid got autism from vaccines. Anti-vaccine people. Yeah, the ex- anti-vaccine people are like it's a real thing. The thing with COVID is, I think their turnaround time was a bit too quick for my liking, which tells me <laughs> that either they had planned for this well in advance, so this was part of some major social experience, 
uh, experiment, or they uh, they they think they rushed the vaccine and it doesn't work that well. Mm. They rushed the the production of it. Like it 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 doesn't make sense to me. Like eight months is not is not a, a lot of time to create an entirely new vaccine for an entirely new strain of illness. Mm, I get you. I get like I know we're advanced in stuff, dude. I know there are countries that yeah. are advanced in their technology, but I I don't think so. That's just my personal opinion. I don't know. I, I'm ready to take it. Like I said, I, yeah. I, I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, man. I'll, look, I'll ultimately probably take it, but I have reservations about it. Like, I think we should be skeptical. We shouldn't just line up for this shit and just take it. Is are they giving it to us for free or are we paying like an arm and a leg, just like we were for the test? Yeah, you see, that's why I haven't tested because it's I'm not gonna pay a thousand rand. Exactly. Exactly. So this was a was this a scheme to bolster economies? But at the same time, econ- economies are failing but because thing, of the job loss issues. I don't know, man. This is the thing. Yeah. And this is what Sim said the other day to me. Mm-hmm. He said, these big pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. have a lot riding on these vaccines because their names are attached to them. Because yeah. it was the race for the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Almost mm-hmm. like the race to get to the moon and space and everything. Yeah. This, there was a race for the vaccine right. every country. And within each country the pharmaceutical company yeah. all wanted to be like we did it we made yeah. the vaccine yeah. that saves the world so it's probably um, going to be Adcock Ingram like it is so on everything like the company that's rolling these things out now mm-hmm. a lot's riding their reputation is riding on the success of it which company is it? I forgot the name fuck Shit. I think it starts with a P or something I can't remember exactly. is it Pfizer? P- Pfizer Pfizer yes, Pfizer has a lot riding on this thing being successful like whether it's pre-planned or not, they need it to fucking work. Cause if it fails, their reputation's in the mud. Their name is done in the pharmaceutical world. Cause people will be like, so you gave us a faulty vaccine. Man, Pfizer's not going anywhere, man. Pfizer's been around for longer than both of us put together. They're not. They're, they're <laughs> like clicks, dude. Like, yeah. like we we thought they were gonna be faced. Well, I I thought they were gonna be facing major hot water for that. But they're not going anywhere. Like, look. Pfizer is going to bounce back. Dude, pharmaceutical companies don't just fail. Yeah, that's true. Because Pfizer is giving them their flu medications that people rely on, like they've always taken their whole lives. And that is generational. Like your parents will always say, no, don't use Panetto, rather use Grandpa. Mm. Because there's something about Grandpa that they trust, right? Mm. Even if the company that makes Grandpa were to do some fuck shit, guess what we're still going to use for our headaches? Grandpa. Yeah, so exactly. pharmaceutical companies don't just fail. You don't just lose your trust in them. I understand the investment side. They might lose a lot of money. But in terms of like everyday users, people that have chronic medications, nah, they're Gucci, man. Yeah, they're, they're completely fine. They're completely fine. Yeah, but I'm ready for uh, 2021 so we can talk about cheating again. <laughs> there are a lot of cheating topics that I wanted to get to, but I'm going to keep them in the yeah, tuck. It might be a really short pod today. Um <laughs> because I really wanted to talk about how niggas are just disgusting human beings. <laughs> Utterly disgusting. Yeah. But yeah, man. Twenty twenty one we'll talk about how Rowley look niggas be wildin' <laughs> Yeah, twenty twenty one we'll talk yeah. about how niggas be wildin'. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. 
Anyways, we're 44 minutes in. Um, Vusi and I are going to get to the festivities that are happening outside. Safely. Safely, of Within course. Within the regulations. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look out for us on all your major streaming platforms for podcasts. We're on Google. We're on Apple uh, Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. Shut up. For our distribution deal. <laughs> Anchor, what yeah. up? What, what up? You, baby? Yeah, yeah. Where's the, where's the money, man? <laughs> where's the money from any of these niggas? I heard that only 5% of podcasts are monetized. Jeez. And there are 2 million podcasts. Yeah, that's a fuckload of podcasts, though. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, only 5%? 5% it's low. It's, it's really low, considering how many small business owners there are and you mm-hmm. know how many people that have disposable income within their companies. I think, yeah, we need to get that bag because three years into this shit, premium content. Yeah. Now we sound premium too. For the past year, we've been sounding Gucci. I wish we had auto tune. <laughs> we sound Gucci. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's uh, episode 76, right? Yeah, episode 76, the last one of 2020. Yeah, yeah. Happy New Year's, motherfuckers. And uh, look out for more pods in the new year. Yeah. We out. Bye.